At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hello, peoples, people of the world. This is Oral Hygiene. It's a podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about caught films, experimental films. We're doing our weird one and done run of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. This is Matt. This is Mark. Let's put this series in the ground. Except, except we haven't recorded five yet because we're in true Marenghi style where we're doing it, you know, half-assed. And we're also in true Marenghi style going to tell you everything that we're doing. That's right. <laughs> um, so go ahead, pronounce the title of the episode. The Creeping Moss from the Shores of Shugoth. That's why Shugoth? you, that, yeah, exactly. That's why I didn't take that on myself. <laughs> yeah, it's Lovecraft stuff. I used you. Okay. What, what, Public happens, domain. what happens in this? Um, Sanchez finally falls in love and then she turns into broccoli and turns his dick into broccoli and he gets his dick cut off and then she dies i wonder if they steamed it isn't that a thing in the uk steamed dick or something <laughs> spotted dick <laughs> i think that's just when you see it oh right hey i, I just spotted dick oh like really <laughs> who's over there with you <laughs> so yeah that could be it um of course this one uh famously just ripping off the scotch mist from the previous week but you know you have a good effect to use it again that's that's the yeah the idea it's a pretty different story but they they did you know it's like just when you think they're not going to acknowledge it <laughs> they do yeah uh so i guess we should should get on through you your notes just said the opening was horny where i was wondering if she <laughs> kept her socks on because they say what shoes and panties uh, to me you know, he's this like every episode of this, there are a few layers to it, but it's it is presented as a romance, but it also really implies that um, Garth Marenghi wrote this to make sure that his co-star would would suffer horribly for being the romantic lead. <laughs> it just <laughs> seems like he's just just enraged and uh, it, which is great. You know, I know it's like he's a supporting actor in his own show. What's up with that? Yeah, and he says a bunch of things, a bunch of bitter stuff in this episode, like, you're welcome. He just <laughs> screams you're welcome. For that, that's because, golf that's because he didn't thank him for the lift, even though they never left the room. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and then I think at the end he puts something out, like, not that I ever get any thanks for it, but I'll just be here to help everyone. Right. So I guess, but yeah, all three physicians, that's the, that's the triple crown of sex, right? Yeah, all three, what, regular, oh, doggy style, what was it, from behind doggy style and normal? I can't remember. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were eaten by a sex beast or a hell beast. It was hell a hell beast. beast. That's, that's cool. I was thinking, um, you know, just listening to the, um, the opening again, Fabio's nightmare is to be plus actors. Isn't that his thing? Thank you for putting the actor first. <laughs> Fabio's nightmare. I don't. I don't really know a lot about Fabio. Oh, no, like, that's in, that's in a... that's in the movie Zoolander, where he's like, 
Like oh. he, actor model. He's like, thank you for putting actor first. Uh, it's been a long time. I don't even remember that joke. Yeah, but, but I guess Marengi wants to be a writer first and a dream weaver second. I can get that. <laughs> yeah, he's just, um, as he says in the end, I'm skipping ahead. But he's just, I don't ask for much. I just hope I've changed the way you think about life. Right. Well, I, I think this show is successful in doing that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, so he, so he brings up a list of tragedies, and Superman Two is among. What? How do you feel about Superman Two? I I like the Lester cut better. I don't think that one existed when this was made. No, you're thinking of the Donner cut. Oh, the Don. Oh, you mean you like the original cut? That's right. I never saw that one. Like really? my, what, they showed that um, on TV like every other day in the eighties. Uh, the only I saw the super I, I remember seeing the first Superman after Iron Man came out because I was like, man, Iron Man stole a lot from this. And uh, <laughs> um, then I saw the second one after that. And I saw the only the Donner cut and I still found it kind of disappointing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it changes some things to be like, quote unquote, better, but then mm-hmm. other things become worse. So in the end, it doesn't really pan out because, oh, you get. Which one do we actually get Marlon Brando? And that's the Donner cut that actually has Brando. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't I mean, make any sense. You, and, and you could argue the you could argue Brando doesn't make any sense and is barely in the first movie, too. <laughs> I mean, really. I think it's the ordering of events like doesn't make sense in the Donner cut. Like how he loses his powers, gets them back, and there's something about the order that doesn't work. It's like non-logical in the Donner cut. I mean, the issue I had was just that it was cheesy and not I, I don't know. It was it leaned too hard into the uh, wacky slapstick. And this is something maybe okay. I wouldn't have noticed if I didn't know. But several scenes in the Donner cut, are, since they need to be the Donner director ones, I think are just like test footage or rehearsal takes. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting like the the properly. I mean, the ones in the Lester one are like actually done properly. They're wackier. That's the thing. It's a wackier version of the movie. So maybe you'd like it better. I mean, there is a, a lot of wacky. There's like Lois Lane falls out a window in the first five minutes of the film, and she's like, "Ah, that's what she does." <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, so, uh, Rich uh, Terrence Stamp pointing at his balls over and over. Well, he's he's signaling. He's like Zig heiling his own balls, just telling yeah. people to kneel. But it's like that's not how that's not how brains work. You don't just point at your balls and tell people to kneel over and over. It's just, it's just is nonsense. You do if you're Terrence stamp. <laughs> it was uh, the, the scene where they all started fighting kind of like floating around in slow motion into buildings is pretty, pretty fun, yeah. but it's still like not, it was not climactic. I don't okay. want to say anticlimactic. It just was not. Well, it gets worse than Superman three and four. I don't know. Four is the spectacle at least. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I haven't watched either. Shouldn't, of them. That, shouldn't that be the tragedy? Except that I guess this show is supposed to be about 1986, which means Superman four doesn't exist quite yet. Well, it's like, what's funnier to say that Superman four is a tragedy or to say that Superman two is a tragedy. I don't know. Four. It's funnier. I think it's funnier to say two is a tragedy. It'd be funnier to be like, you're as disappointing as uh, Iron Man two, I guess not mm. to go back to that, but something that's like mildly disappointing but is not something that most people not a hill most people would die on right i think that's uh, funnier yeah yeah you're not you're not gonna slam it in the end right okay you're, you're not punching down at that point <laughs> <Or> you're, <laughs> you, you go beat up on 
like Superman four, then you're just like, eh. yeah. Um, this episode, of course, has our our famous musical interlude, which I seem to have caught yeah. you off guard. Oh, what this time? No, I remember it. I, oh, okay. I remember it. it. It like immediately pops into my head whenever I think of this episode. Okay, yeah. Because I, I mean, as soon as it was there, I was like, oh yeah, it's the episode with that. Okay, but yeah, I wasn't really. It's been a few years since I watched this one, but I mean, this was probably a good like four years before vaporwave was a thing. So it's just again so ahead of its time. Yeah, because what else? There was a there's the Tim and Eric one that did this was pretty much along those lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tim was, and Eric did this kind of stuff, but I still think Tim and Eric were maybe three years in the future at this point. Yeah. The other thing I thought of was um, Red Dwarf. The cat did some song in Red Dwarf, and then that became like a major UK hit. I, <laughs> I, I need to do a full rewatch of Red Dwarf because there there's just so much stuff in it that I don't remember most of it at this point. I've seen the first six or seven series and then I didn't see the ones that were supposed to suck. And then I saw some of the ones that are way more recent, like in the past few years. And they're, they're pretty good. I haven't seen any of those. I, and I probably haven't seen all the original ones because just. I, yeah, I think it, it feels now, weird. But yeah, all the new ones were on YouTube for a while. And I watched like five or six of them. <laughs> I don't think they're there it, anymore, though. It feels strange and wrong to me to watch a uh, BBC show that has like 100 episodes. <laughs> it's like, no, it should be like eight. Right, but there's a there's a nice big gap in the middle you can skip, I think. Yeah. Where they it has the cast gets all chewed up and uh like there's a season that like doesn't have rimmer, I think. And yeah. I I heard about that, I think. I mean what that what's the point of Red Dwarf without Rimmer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he unholograms and kills I don't even know. I don't yeah. <laughs> Again, I haven't watched I'm sure movie. they made something up. Right. They they probably wrote a script or something, you know? So yeah. In this episode, is the broccoli like panspermia? Maybe. You know, pan, yeah. Pan, that's because it's like I, a meteor with well, biological matter that's mutating humans. Well, you know, it's AIDS. Mm. But it's more panspermia. I mean, it's got the <laughs> sperm in it, right? But yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that was a, a dig at broccoli, which probably is punching down. I love bro- broccoli, but uh, many people don't. No, nah, they say there's like a gene. Like if you have a certain like gene, then like broccoli tastes like shitta. Huh. Th- Maybe I it's like I, cilantro, which I also like. I think I had that. There was about about twenty four no, twenty twelve to twenty fourteen, I convinced myself I could eat broccoli because I was at a nice dinner party and, and, and I was already like half drunk, so I ate the broccoli and then I was like, I can handle this. And then two years later I was like, No, I don't like this. <laughs> It's I did the exact same thing with pickles because I was just like, I keep getting pickles with every meal. They're free. I should just learn to like pickles. So I just ate every pickle that was put in front of me for about a year. And I was just like, I don't like this. I'm not enjoying this at all. Japan has good pickles. There's good pickles. I mean, in Japan. what are they like? Pink? Yeah. And white. yeah, those are probably good. I, mean, I like love kimchi stuff. Pickled I stuff. Just, I could sit in front of I could just sit on a couch and just shove kimchi into my mouth and my hands, just eat it. But like American pickles, no, no thanks. So broccoli, you want to boil it, steam it? I don't care. I don't want to, steam. I want to throw it away. I'm throwing you steam it, away. it with butter. You get some like you put some little spices on it. No, I don't want that. Give it to me then. OK, I buy it. Okay. I'm not making it. I'm not even going to make it. So 
no i mean it's at the restaurant the restaurant gives it to you and you give it to me right it's like a pickle you can have my pickle if you want it well that's that's what happens with sanchez right yeah yeah he gives up his pickle (laughs) yeah so um i don't know that's that's kind of a a shocking turn of events i suppose (laughs) even in a comedy (laughs) i was like why is his voice still low in the end uh i don't know if it was the last episode he should he said they took the whole business right i don't i don't think that actually makes your voice get higher because from what (laughs) i'm get i'm basing this on uh any trans friends i have have had like wildly different results and now their voice changed Mm. okay i just thought it'd be fun since it's the last episode anyway at the end is to have uh sanchez like thanks guys Maybe he's punching down. I don't know. It's all. I guess it's also funny <laughs> no, for him to stand around I, his hospital I, robe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I assume they voice. just they just thought that would be like a um, that's been done. I think it's yeah. like been done a lot. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> At least he got a dream catcher. Yeah, or a wind chime or whatever that was. What do you think about the uh, fight scenes? <laughs> this. You mean the ones that are just photos well there's the there's the one that was the actual fight scene and that was edited very strangely oh okay oh right let me see what i wrote for that white wine is just headache fuel that's true okay Mm. (laughs) yeah i don't know i guess okay oh i wrote um i guess it's a fight is it buck foo you know is that a reference to like when like Bucky from Avenging Disco Godfather? No, that's Buck Rogers Kung Fu because Kirk gets Kung, oh. uh, Kirk Fu in Star Trek. So Buck has right. Kung Fu, which is much better named. Yeah, that's a great name. <laughs> it's like you just have to slip up a little bit. and It'll be much more fun. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they have the, the other fights in the hospital bar. Hospitals don't have bars. I went looking <laughs> for one. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No, because I, I had to spend a couple of weeks in the hospital a year and a half ago, right? And I was like, man, I wish that hospital had a bar. <laughs> I mean, in Japan, I'm surprised you wouldn't have a, at least a little convenience store that sold whiskey or something. There's a convenience store, but it didn't have whiskey because, I mean. Uh, it's probably because not... someone will be in the hospital and uh, they're dying of alcohol poisoning and they'll go get whiskey at the store, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, that's probably why. That's a, That's a thing. Yeah. So no, they did. They did have a convenience store. They had a restaurant. I guess you could get beer, a beer at the restaurant if you really wanted to. Well, yeah. the other interesting thing is I, I went around like in civilian clothes. They didn't make you wear like gowns and stuff. Hmm. So I was just Maybe. wearing t-shirts and stuff. Maybe it's like d- disgraceful for you to wear a robe. I don't. Or, no, a lot of people wear their pajama things, but I was like, eh, I'm just gonna wear my regular clothes. Why should I buy with, with that stuff? I'll wear like the Yakuza outfit. That'd be cool. That'd wear that like go, a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, that go well. That go well in the hospital, I'm sure. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, you nobody would see your tattoos, so they'd be like, "You're not Yakuza." What the hell? I'm just depressed because the Seven Eleven near my house closed. Oh, uh, funny! We're getting Seven Elevens in Georgia for the first time in whatever 30, 40 30, years, 35 years, I think. Yeah, something like that. Now they're, there's. They're, I got a real Slurpee in Georgia like last week. 
very excited because oh ridiculous we don't, we don't have slurpees here as you know but uh yeah there's one that's yeah, five minute walk from my house there's another one that's another 10, 10 minutes away but it's a it's a you have to walk uphill which is that's you know just it's not as convenient anymore yeah both ways uphill both ways wow <laughs> they should build a 7-eleven in the the gutter between the two hills yeah yeah that's a good idea but uh yeah, it was, it was amazing how fast it disappeared, right? Because two weeks ago, mm-hmm. signs like we're closing, and then they closed on Monday. And by the end of the day on, on Tuesday, like all of the everything was gone, all of the labeling and everything. I mean, you don't see that in the state signs like, you know, label scars, right? They linger for years. So it's, it was already a nondescript building. It was a full on 7 Eleven Sunday, and now it's a nondescript building. So Thursday. And you're you're silent. Your mic doesn't work anymore. He's gone. Yeah. Oh, he's still gone. Mock check. There's a noise. I heard a noise. Or it could be my own hearing loss. I don't know. I hear you grunting now. Uh, uh, there you go. Uh, okay. So so whatever you said, nobody nobody heard it. Okay, I was going to say for a, for a story that's very much the opposite of that. Have you ever heard of the uh, fake Burger King in Pittsburgh? Well, it looks just like a Burger King, but it's not part of the um, company. What happened was a Burger King uh, lost their like license or something like that. They lost their franchise, but they just kept operating as Burger King for, I think, might have been like two months. But uh, my friend Theo is from Pittsburgh. He's he told me about this and I looked it up because there's a lot of stuff on like crack.com places like that. But they, yeah, they were just operating as a Burger King and people would just get all kinds of random stuff with their food and they'll just be closed and they just be smoking weed in the alley. <laughs> so it was like just a, something operating. It was just the ex- exact opposite where it's like the Burger King just continued on without a Burger King, without the right to be a Burger King. Because that's what we learned about that last blockbuster. There's so, still some corporate entity they have to get a license from to call themselves that blockbuster. I, I'm not even sh- I didn't watch the movie. I'm not even sure about that. It <laughs> seems like, well, you know, there. Um, do you remember Zesto restaurants from Atlanta? Yeah. You know, the story of that, that's a that's an abandoned phantom chain. There's like a thing where a chain, the the whatever a corporate office closes forever and they're just satellite operations can just keep going i guess like the fake burger king but they actually wanted to be good but that's why you would go to one of the zestos and it would have like burritos or greek food because <laughs> it's like a greek family who owned all the ones locally and they just did whatever with all of them and yeah no, unfortunately the block, we're down to that, like two or three now no that that was something they said about the uh the last blockbuster surviving it's like well this year we have to get our license game we're not sure if we're going to be able to or not so hmm. It's like if you didn't, could they just? What? Who's going to stop them from being a blockbuster? I don't know, because they 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 don't get stuff anymore from corporate, right? So if they mm-hmm. want to find posters and stuff, they have to go find it like in pawn shops or make it themselves or something. Do you do you remember Shoulder Furniture? Were you Atlanta for that? One more time, Shoulder Furniture. That's not ringing a bell. I remember Massimo's well, water beds. That's classic, but no, uh, the Rhodes Furniture in North Cat Mall. Oh, um, Rhodes, Rhodes. Okay, I have a. Well, what a, happened was they, memory. What had happened was they took, they, they somebody else took it over, and they just took the S, 
and the R and reversed them so it said shoulder furniture. <laughs> and this was this was operating for a good, I want to say three years. Yeah, that's why I was disappointed you didn't tell me the Burger King was running for like 10 years. <laughs> nah, I wish. I, I think that I think it sounded like the Burger King was like such an absolute like shit show of a criminal operation that they couldn't have kept it up for very long. <laughs> uh living the dream. Gotta be a yeah, movie about that. that, that that's, yeah, that yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That make a good weed comedy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be yeah, just call it fake Burger King. It would be like the best movie ever. Fake burger. Yeah, that sounds burger. sounds more like a porno though. <laughs> hey, he's given that's the fourth position. We found out what it is. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, hiding underneath a booth at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the fake burger. <laughs> oh god that's what sanchez has to do now (laughs) yeah he does he does he has to well you know uh rick daglas promised you would uh get him a replacement oh come on he's gonna forget about that shit tomorrow (laughs) maybe that's why the show is canceled he was just like you already gave him a dream i'm not getting you a fake pizza you already had enough i can't do a british accent at all like you already had enough of a a plot line we're canceling all of it (laughs) <laughs> he already gave him a dream catcher i mean come on what more you know well you know technically his girlfriend gave it to him so he well it was know. given when he was in the presence and so was goods, goods were exchanged to acknowledge the ripping penis horror ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway what else what else about that so do you feel like this is a satisfying conclusion to the series um let's see so the series ending climax is full castration okay yeah i mean that, that I, is, isn't that how friends ended i hope so <laughs> i friends is one of those things where i really thought i'd watched all of it or most of it and i looked at the wikipedia and it was like i'd only watched up to season three and then they had like nine seasons so, yeah, I think I think you were around when my wife was obsessively watching Friends and had the DVDs. And but yeah, I, 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 I do remember that. I, I I was like no first season because I couldn't handle their hair in the first season. <laughs> I um I uh, was house sitting for people recently, and Friends was just coincidentally on their TV, and it was like really interesting, kind of revisiting it where everyone looked. Uh, how how's the nice way to say it? They looked a little bit malnourished and all of the jokes felt like they were written by like 75 year old jewish comedians that's probably true in both cases except for um uh matthew what's his name i can only remember his first name it's the same as mine perry yeah uh because he he didn't he get like super obese or something i thought that was after the show i mean this is like i thought he got obese after the show was over but he didn't do just like an unbelievable amount of drugs like a like he was like almost a Hunter S. Thompson level of drugs, something like that. Yeah, right. but <laughs> but it but it was weird because I I'm not like a young person, but it was just it just really hit me seeing it now in my 40s. From just like young people don't talk like that. They didn't <laughs> talk like that then. This was not like it's not. It wasn't just a matter of that that you know no one could afford a giant apartment, but it was like these just. It's just this just feels so unnatural. Like even 
even though Seinfeld, I think, is a more difficult watch because there's kind of more screaming. But um, <laughs> so least... the question is, did, did friends let you laugh, cry and shit yourself at the same time? Yes. <laughs> I was getting to the, that, but yes. At least for the 75 year old comedians, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was. Wasn't it just? No, I was going to say it was. It wasn't written by uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, like Larry David. That wasn't written by Larry David. Seinfeld was written by Larry David. Until it was, and I think he actually was not involved with that show for about half of its running time. Hmm. Interestingly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's such a weird one because it's What's you know. He put himself in the show, but then he quit the show. So it's confusing. And then he came back at the end, I think. I I personally think it was kind of a bad decision to make the show about the making of the show. But I think some people that was like the best part of it for them. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, I, that, I, that whole plot line where it was about Jerry Seinfeld trying to make a Jerry Seinfeld show. I thought that was great with the uh, super in- intimidating Kramer play. But what was it like Lance Hendrickson or something or someone along those lines just super intense creepy dude playing kramer <laughs> yeah i i i am um, just everything i really loved about that show were just like little incidental things that just got uh like whatever mostly george and kramer stuff i guess i still think it's hysterical they threw him in a jail at the end of the series yeah it's weird to me that people hate that so much i don't <laughs> think i ever really understood that i finally figured it out it's because the series finale is a clip show that's why yeah okay that makes (laughs) sense i at the time it came on i was like i was basically like that's fine good good job i didn't really like have super strong feelings about it either way yeah it's like most finales are disappointing i really would i'd struggle to think of almost I mean, I just finished. I spent a lot of the last year watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I think that finale was. Oh, well, it was whatever, a six part finale, but I was disappointed with at least some of it. (laughs) It wasn't as good as a lot of the previous season. They spent an awful long time in those fire caves at the end of DS9. Yeah. Yeah. They, because they were just doing Star Wars stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, you know what? Like these wormhole aliens need is to have like some Sith aliens. And we're, I've already said this on this podcast at least twice. But yeah, they were just trying to do Star Wars stuff because the prequels had just come out and everybody was like, Star Wars. Actually, if you just rip out the Cisco storyline, everything pans out pretty well. Yeah, the war stuff was great. Everything like, except Cisco, right? You know, Odo's yeah. ending's fine. They, they made me like Damar. Like, that, wait, that's the name, right? Yeah, that's yeah. his name. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hated, I was like, that is such a nobody boring character until they made me like him. I'm like, damn, good job. Yeah, because I think the actor like didn't want the role at first. And like, we're going to give you a few more lines later if you stick it out. <laughs> they gave him an arc, like. I don't think Cisco even really got an arc. <laughs> it's like Demar got an arc. No, no, he didn't answer to anything at the end. <laughs> yeah, he just was like, "I'm going back to my home planet." And peace, I'm... peace off. I'm a god now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, Jake. Good luck. <laughs> no, he didn't say goodbye to Jake. He just left. <laughs> yeah, that was that especially hurt after that one episode where Jake like crossed time and space to save his life. Exactly. That? Yeah. So yeah, 
Daddy Cisco bastard. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it turns out that he was a bad dad after all. I, I did. Sorry, this isn't the Deep Space Nine podcast, but um, mm. yeah, Avery Brooks. Now. Avery Brooks actually did. It's, I think it's in that documentary I put out recently. Avery Brooks did go and say, "Hey, we're we're having an African American father like abandon his pregnant wife." Oh Jesus! <laughs> like he wasn't cool with how it ended. That's why they had the scene where he at least talks to his wife. <laughs> yeah that that was filmed after avery brooks complained that he, they just had an african-american man leave his pregnant wife and son <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about that like the the season finale the series finale could have been what is it lost among the stars what am I, oh am yeah I... that that was also a suggestion to have it end with uh benny you know uh concluding filming on ds9 yeah no that was that would be perfect that even that episode would have made it perfect. They could have just shoved that anywhere. They could like have just started it again. What is this a rerun? No, it's the end of the show, people. <laughs> it would be like it would be like the last episode of Quantum Leap, except for not enraging. Dr. Beckett never returned. <laughs> Misspelled Dr. Beckett. One T. So anyway, I guess to answer your question, yes, Garth Marenghi went out on a on flying colors with its its third best episode, maybe. Out yeah. of six. <laughs> You know, this this series doesn't have a lot of weak points for for what well, has all the weak points. But that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's very consistent. Yes, I, uh, I still think the first episode is the best, but, you know, that's just how you have to do things. Police Squad, same deal. Police Squad's first episode is so much better than any of the other ones. Yeah, I, so you're saying the first one's the best for this. Yeah, I that's how I feel. What's your favorite? Uh, I think I'm, my favorite would be the Scotch Mist, which is one of the reasons I'm I'm holding out to to do that one properly. You're gonna get a Scottish guest? No, I'm hoping to just wrangle <laughs> in Scott and have him like ramble in Scottish Gaelic because he's been studying it. <laughs> oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, do that. I just got na- I got to nail time down, but that's that's well. Right. I, you, you, we can do inside baseball talk because this is uh, still a Patreon show for the time being. So. <laughs> You go outside and play outside baseball, people. Yeah, but um, yeah, you're already listening at the moment. If you're listening, you're on the Patreon, so thank you. I guess eventually this won't be on the Patreon, and then you'll be like, "What? What are you talking?" And about? then but you're welcome. That's Podcastio Podcastius, where you can get these occasional early releases. Maybe if we have enough people hanging out, we'll have like just permanently exclusive stuff. But when it's just like. You know, a dozen people. I'm kind of like, eh, eventually, when more than a dozen people hear it. Hey, so, <laughs> hey, I just want to just want to give you a little bit of advice. Don't like tell people that if more of them sign up for the Patreon. Oh wait, no, actually, that's already, good. They're already in the Patreon. Oh wait. Okay. No, I was gonna say, don't tell them that if more people sign up, they'll get exclusive things. But then I'm like, they're already in the Patreon, right? So then they would want this. So but yeah, if you point. want to deprive other people of please please sign up on the Patreon. <laughs> so this isn't permanently exclusive is my point, but it is for now until it's not. So and then it'll go back to being exclusive later. Yeah, Maybe. something like that. Who knows? Yeah. Life is like cruel that. and horrible. That's right. Okay. And that's 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 the point of Garth Marenghi's dark place, just to True. tie a bow on it. Mm-hmm. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.
Thank you.